2: Our dear and near listeners from all across Africa, welcome to a new episode of Energizing Africa. It has been five episodes already, and we have tried to cover most of the sectors that would benefit from the solar energy. And remember, this program is brought to you by Trina Solar, the world's leader in solar energy and PV solutions. So we have covered the usage of of uh, solar energy in different sectors, in agriculture, in residential, in industrial, in commercial. Most of the sectors we have covered, and you've been always kind to l- give us your feedback, asking when you can share your questions. Well, guess what? Now or today, this is the episode where we are going to answer all the questions you have channeled and you have sent to us and to train a solar, and we're going simply to simplify all what relates to solar energy now let's go for a commercial break and after the break we will be back with our guest who's walking us through all the answers related to your question commercial break and we will be back
0: looking for ways to save money in your electricity bill Trina Solar, the global leader in PV and smart energy, presents Vertex, the most advanced solar panels in the world. Providing you with the highest power and efficiency available up to 670 watts, Vertex modules can save you more money. Reliability and performance have driven our worldwide popularity, so trust us to power your home or business and enjoy peace of mind with our 25-year warranty. To find more information and to find a local provider close to you, visit TrinaSolar.com.
1: اهلا بكم Cairo Business <laughs> Radio, and Wild Radio Business Force.
2: back from the break. This is Energizing Africa, special episode to answer all your questions related to solar energy and the usage of PV solutions in different sectors. Our guest for today is again one of the experts in the sector. He is coming from Middle East and Africa region. Our guest is Ash Perzeda. Ash is a product marketing manager at Train solar, Middle East and Africa. Let's not waste the time. Let's welcome Ash. Ash, very warm welcome to the show.
3: Greetings everyone and wow, Summer, that was a really, really interesting introduction and it was very energetic, which is actually relates to uh, what we are talking about today.
2: Exactly, that's the energizing Africa show. I'm part of Africa. Of course, I should walk the talk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. Now, it's a great pleasure for me to be here and um, having the time with you. Um, I really um, hope that this interview have a contribution, even though very small, to shape the future of Africa and Middle East energy and motivate residential and commercial sectors to basically see the benefits of renewable energy. I guess we have a lot of potential in this region, so let's use them.
2: Wow, what's a hot introduction before of even getting into the core of the topic. Ash, really, you're outperforming me. Thank you so much for this passion and for this interest. Now, as we do in the beginning of every episode, we ask our speakers just to give us a small introduction of their uh, profile. So can you just share with our audience a bit about Ash?
3: Yes, definitely. Um, as you said, my name is Ash Pirzadeh, and um, I've been in this industry for around uh, nine years now. Time flies. Uh, I actually recently moved to uh, Dubai. I got my master's degree and most of my career experience is in Australia. Wow. And uh, so, as you know, Australia is another country which is very advanced in solar energy. So exactly, I,
2: Exactly. Yeah,
3: I've seen a lot of projects using solar and that's, I think, a luxury that I have.
2: Wow, that's great and we're lucky to have you coming from such an advanced market and have you on this episode. Ash, this episode is dedicated to answer all the questions we received related to solar energy. So please bear with us because some of the questions might not be very uh, sophisticated because we're not expert. Not all of us are expert in this domain and some might be a bit tricky. So are we ready?
3: yeah, definitely. I yeah, think let's, um the let's simpler, do it. yeah, sure. So the simpler we can discuss all these things, I think more chance of getting this uh, used in our day-to-day life. So bring it up exactly,
2: on. exactly. And this is actually the um, our first question. Our first question is going very straightforward. So we've covered a lot about solar energy. Can you please summarize the key benefits of installing a solar energy system? Because we've talked a lot, but people want to have like the the, the core of this. What are the benefits?
3: To be honest, Summer, I think I can day all day long about benefits of having solar energy. And this is
2: simplification. Uh. <laughs> this is to simplify <laughs> <Exactly>. it. <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> exactly, but if I want to categorize them and probably based on my own preference, I think the most important one is that they are simply very good for the environment, for where we live As you know, creating and generating power these days, unfortunately, uh, is coming from natural resources like oil, coal, gas which uh, they are very harmful and very. Uh, they hurt our environment. Actually, there are a lot of greenhouse gases generated out of burning these um, natural resources. Also, they use a lot of water and they're very polluted. So um, on the other hand, solar panel is very clean and they use less amount of, of water compared to natural resources. Also, another thing is if you uh, run out of uh, oil or gas or any natural resources, there is no way to get them back. But sun is always there. Yeah, you will never and, run uh, out
2: of sun. Uh, exactly yeah, right. Uh, so That's yeah, a very is. good resource. Yes. Yeah. Mm.
3: And also, I think the second one, which is more relatable to uh, residential sector, it will reduce you to it will reduce your electricity bill so you can uh, start saving money. Um, on your monthly bills from day one since you install the solar panels because simply you are producing your own energy and you do not need to buy power from power firms and there wouldn't be any bill. So that's the second benefit, I guess. And the third one, it increases uh, your house and property value. So, if you want to increase your house value, to my opinion, the best way is to install solar panels because potential home buyers will spend more on the house price. This is uh, interesting
2: as- point, Ash really. So, to increase the value of your asset, so when you install solar panels, this actually adds to the value of the asset. This is interesting.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, mm. I was actually reading an article from NREL. NREL is National Renewable Energy Lab that are based in the US. And uh, it was a very uh, interesting result out of it. For every $1 of saving generated from solar panels, yeah. it will add $20 to house value. Which ah, is, uh, that's ah,
2: that's interesting. That's very interesting. Ah, yeah. Very interesting. It's like, did you know? So that's that's really interesting. Okay, so apparently there is definitely more than one aspect to the benefits. I think you indirectly asked the second question as well, which I was about to ask you about the sustainability, how it contributes to the sustainability. So it goes without uh, saying that it definitely adds and contributes to the environment, is our footprint on the environment, etc. But... Now given the tight actions and instructions being taken against the like most of the industrial uh, countries so should we expect that solar energy would be the name of the game to stand in between not to freeze the production and industrial capacities and at the same time not to like, uh, exceeds the targets allocated by the environmental uh, groups.
3: Yeah, I guess definitely, Samar. I I guess uh, solar energy is the most sustainable energy in the world. There are some other renewable energies as well. Renewable, uh, for example, you have tide, you have wind, but I guess sun is the the most sustainable one. Uh, You know, according to the UN, there is a definition for sustainability. Um, so according to the UN, sustainability means to develop something that meets current generation needs exactly. without compromising the, the future, of generations. future generations.
2: Exactly, exactly. So
3: that's exactly what solar system do. So um, yes, I very true. Very sun- true. Yes, yes. I guess we expect sun to be uh, there for. Uh, at least several billion years. Uh, and uh, that would be great if we can develop a technology and develop a method and we pass on the science to our next and future generations uh, to start you know, getting benefits from this um, natural resource.
2: Yeah, yeah, very true. By the way, today is 41 in Cairo, so your panels should be working like. <laughs>
3: I'm sure they are working
2: (laughs) okay so the next question is a bit tricky uh, Ash because we've been talking about a massive number of advantages of using renewable and solar energy but we've never talked about this (laughs) advantage so can we just like uh, speak of what would be the disadvantage of using or relying on solar energy solely or mainly?
3: I think that's a very smart question because, you know, to be honest, to everything there are always advantages and disadvantages. At the end of the day, you make your decision and, I don't know, you buy your system or uh, do whatever you want to do based on comparing the advantages and disadvantages and evaluating them. I guess in addition to numerous advantages of solar energy, I can think of a few downsides as well, to be honest. Uh, for instance, solar panels need relatively large installation area. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's, I think, one of the main disadvantages. How large? How large? How large? Well, depends. Depends on the project that you're working and how much power you want to get out of them. Um, nowadays, um, there are some ways around it uh, somewhere. For example, you can um, install the the panels on the roof as you as you know, and uh, because yes. roofs are mostly not very usable area of a property, so why not put the panels on the roof so you don't even look at them? I mean, yes. it's not uh, it's not making any making any disturbance for you. Um, also, there are some creative ways around it as well. For example, you can create sheds for your outdoor car parks. So you can produce your own energy. Good use yes.
2: of the space, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ah, so that's you can give them. Mm. Yeah, you
3: can install them on a height, for example, a two meter height, and then just park your car underneath.
2: Yes. So your car can mm. rest in a
3: ship, and then you have your own energy.
2: Okay. Um, yeah so even the disadvantage you're you're showing this from the advantage point of view oh my god okay so (laughs) okay what understood that's really smart that's really smart so it takes quite some good space to
3: install it i guess that's right that's i i think i call this a limitation rather than a disadvantage because we are getting the uh, for example, uh, some leading companies like Trina Solar, I'm sure there are a lot I'm of I'm sure
2: that will be in industry. train, yeah, exactly, to yeah. minimize the space needed for installation, I'm sure.
3: Exactly, so basically um, some um, ultra, some companies like Trina Solar have ultra-high efficiency module panels and if you use those, definitely you will need less number of solar panels and definitely less number of like less amount of area that you're gonna occupy with your solar panels so there is always uh, a way around it and that's why we see solar panel as a future because you can um you know the benefits are too many so a few disadvantages here and there wouldn't stop you from using it
2: okay is there any disadvantage related to the operational side i mean uh, the reliance on solar energy as a source of uh, energy fuel for uh, industrial for commercial so on the operational level is there any key or uh, highlights as disadvantage? Um,
3: Sorry Sama, if you can elaborate on your question so I can understand what you mean. So
2: these are some disadvantages from the installment but on the operational level is there any aspect where we can not rely on solar energy as a main source Source of energy for uh, for the industrial or, or business activities, not only residential.
3: Yeah, I think currently the only one of the one of a few disadvantages of solar panels is the low efficiency of solar panels at the moment. Um, this is very important these days, and uh, that's why a lot of companies all around the world are doing their best efforts to produce and come up with new technologies, basically. To increase the efficiency and also to increase the power output of each solar panel, I guess this is it. And also, there are some other problems with weather, specifically, for example, sun. Like there are some places that they do not have that much sunshine. But oh, yes, thankfully, yeah. thank God, in our region, uh, Africa and Middle East, we have a lot of sunshine. And um, I think I was reading an article. We have around three thousand hours of sunshine, which is actually around 40% is enough for to actually supply power to 40% of the world.
2: Wow, um,
3: wow, wow. Yeah, so it's a very wow. good number. So as I said, there are disadvantages, but industry is looking into it, especially some um, industry leader companies, manufacturers, and it's not only for solar panels, there are for inverter and other equipment in the solar system as well. I think they are doing their best to find and come up with solutions
2: that's that's interesting that's interesting the next question was really like I didn't know about it so it says how long do solar panels last and how to maintain it I didn't know that it has uh, like a lifetime uh, uh, short, uh, short or long but I thought if installed that's installed for good but apparently it has a lifetime so tell us about this
3: yeah, everything has a lifetime, but uh, yeah, <laughs> the short answer is that solar panels typically last for twenty to thirty years, and uh, so it's to be honest, durable. Even, it's durable. Exactly right. So even if you well maintain and well keep them as well, they can go up to forty to fifty years, which okay. is a very very long okay.
2: time. Okay,
3: okay, yeah. okay. So um, how
2: to maintain it? Because you talked about if you uh, well maintain it. So how to yeah, how exactly. to really look after them?
3: Yeah, I guess uh, there is one simple secret. Keep them clean. Um, dust, dirt, bird droppings, you know, will reduce the light absorption capability of the solar panels and hence the output will be reduced. So basically regular cleaning would, be, uh, would suffice. I guess depending on your region, uh, you can um, ask for advice of your installers and the contractors who are, who are there to help you. Also, you can get in touch with my colleagues Atrina Solar in your region, they can help you with that as well, because it all depends on your geographical location, how much you're close to the sea, how much salt air you have, how much sand, sandstorm there are. But from uh, my experience, I think if the, there is no harsh environment, once or twice cleaning a year should be enough. Also another thing that is very important is that always check for damages on the solar panel especially there are a lot of damages can caused by tornadoes, hail, snow in some regions, you know, and other severe yeah, weather conditions. Yeah, so. so if you find a crack or warping or other damages, it's important to get them fixed as soon as possible to avoid further deterioration.
2: Okay. Um,
3: so basically, um, something that companies like Trino Solar offer and I really like is that they will uh, Put a warranty on the power output as well so for instance they say like for our case we have 25 either 25 years or 30 years of warranty on power which means that we guarantee the amount of power that you're gonna receive in 25 years or 30 years if you have a problem you can come back to trino solar in 25 wow. or 30 years
2: in 25 <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just make sure you keep your receipt. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. A job, by the way. <laughs> I think
2: I think that's really interesting, uh, and I'm sure the maintenance service. While there are businesses and companies can do this, but also we can learn it ourselves. And mm. maybe there are videos, uh, do-it-yourself kind of videos that show us how to look after our panels. Well, I think we deserve a short break and after the break we will continue to ask some of the interesting questions we received in energizing africa a short break and we will be back
0: looking for ways to save money in your electricity bill trina solar the global leader in pv and smart energy presents Vertex, the most advanced solar panels in the world. Providing you with the highest power and efficiency available up to 670 watts, Vertex modules can save you more money. Reliability and performance have driven our worldwide popularity. So trust us to power your home or business and enjoy peace of mind with our 25-year warranty. To find more information and to find a local provider close to you, visit TrinaSolar.com.
1: سايق ورايح شغلك والدنيا أكيد زحمه اسمعنا وروق بالك مع فنجان القهوه مع كايرو بيزنس ريديو الدنيا هتبقى أحلى وفي كل ثانيه معانا أكيد هتستفيد بنقدم لك برامج مع خبراء متخصصين هيشاركوا خبراتهم والمعلومات هاديك خير بزنس سنين حتاخدها من اقوى ناس في مصر كايرو بيزنس راديو مواضيع ببرامجنا مفيده كايرو بيزنس ملك البزنس في مصر كايرو بيزنس راديو أو الريديو في مصر متخصص في البزنس بيقدم لك برامج تساعدك في تنميه قدراتك في العمل عن طريق متخصصين في مجالات مختلفه في البزنس سي بي آر يلا نزل أبليكيشن دلوقتي مستنيه؟ The Newcom, FCBR, Business Radio, and Radio Business Force.
2: We are back from the break. This is Energizing Africa, a Q&A episode. We are enjoying and we're having fun speaking to our guests today. Ash is really doing magic, answering all the questions (laughs) we are receiving. Okay, so Ash, welcome back to the show and really thank you for your time hi again and thank you and your listeners okay so let's continue our questions so the next question is talking about when do we need to replace the solar panels
3: To be honest, you do and you do not need to replace your solar panels because as discussed, as, just, as I just said, uh, normally solar panels can last for around um, 25 to 30 years and if well-kept can go up to 40 to 50 years. However, this doesn't mean that there is an expiry date on the solar panels. In other words, they don't go bad. Um, so basically you do not need to change the to replace the panels if they are producing enough energy for your electricity needs okay and also if your panels are not broken so there is no reason to change them that's simple
2: okay okay but when is there certain conditions mm-hmm. when met we will have then to replace the panels
3: um, yeah probably um, you only need to replace the panels if they are not maintained properly and have, and if you have many uh, broken panels. I okay. think if uh, the panels are not producing um, as expected in the amount of energy and so as you they better
2: use, check on them because maybe there is something wrong with them.
3: Yeah, exactly. You need to do physical inspection anyway, and if you ha- if you get a lot of broken uh, solar panels. Uh, it means that it's time to change or replace them also you need to check your uh, monthly bill as well for instance if you used to get for a long time you used to get um, x amount of uh, dollar value on your bill and suddenly without any increase in your electricity rate or i don't know in your appliances you get higher bills uh, probably your solar panels are not producing as they are expected to Okay. And this happens, I mean, after around 25 to 30 years. So do not expect to have them quickly. Um, but yeah, be aware of these um, changes.
2: Okay, okay. The next question, Ash. I think you've answered it already, uh, which is: uh, Will going solar uh, increase mm. my assets, like whether home or business value? So. You've already answered this, uh, that every dollar you invests adds extra $20 to the value of your assets.
3: That's exactly right. So that was according to NREL. Also another interesting uh, read uh, was that um, additionally adding solar will help selling your property even 20% faster. And that's a very, very... Help, especially in competitive area. Exactly. Um,
2: exactly. So basically, yes. yeah. not
3: only you can sell the home, the, yeah, the property Yeah. So differentiate fa- at a price. your
2: property. Exactly, exactly. Exactly.
3: You can sell it faster, and also you can receive almost 100% of your solar panel investment upon sale of your property um there was a study in the u.s which showed for every one kilowatt installed solar panels uh the property value increased for around four thousand us dollars which is a very good amount
2: wow wow that's a business on its own that's a business
3: yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and the good thing is that you can as i said you can basically rebate all the ma- exactly, all the money after yeah, you sell the yeah. yeah, yeah exa-
2: exactly okay so another question about net energy metering how does NEM billing work
3: i guess you have some um, smart uh, listeners somewhere that's a very good yeah
2: apparently not all of them (laughs) not all of them are watching birds so some of them yeah some of them are really specialized in the field Yeah,
3: it looks like it, yeah. So NEM or Net Energy Metering is basically and simply a billing system. So it's a system of electricity generation, use and trading, which gives renewable uh, energy access to the grid. So in other words, you can start trading with your power firms and your utilities. Um, For instance, if just let's assume a business or residential property, even install solar panel. And after producing the energy, they will be using some of the energy by themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, they can sell the rest of the energy, excess energy to the grid and earn money, which is something But very is good, it I is guess. it
2: feasible in our region? I think maybe that's in advanced markets. Can um, we
3: do this? I guess it depends a lot on the region as well. But what normally, even um, some uh, Asian countries like Philippines and Indonesia, they do it as well. They are not very advanced in solar system. However, they are uh, running this NEM just to motivate people to start using this, uh, this um system, solar systems. Um, there is a the financial approach to it. They call it one-to-one. So basically, for every one kilowatt of power that you sell, yeah, it has it has a grid, it has
2: a rate. Yeah, it has a, like a, a has rate a card, card, a rate card. Exactly,
3: exactly. So okay. you will get the same amount as a credit from your power firm and it helps you if you want to import or export power to the grid. If you, if you don't mind, I'm, I want to uh, just uh, have a quick definition of these terms, importing and exporting to the grid.
1: Yes, so
2: please. basically,
3: when we have a solar panel, let's assume we ask an installer or a solar company to install us a solar system for say four lamps, four lights, one TV and one fridge. So and let's imagine that you have a party and you need to turn on 20 lamps and two TVs and you know you need to have three fridges. Um, so the amount of solar panel and the, the amount of power produced by solar panel wouldn't be enough uh, for your requirements. So yes. You have to buy or import power from the grid and that would be like that you have to pay the Paris so company so that's innocent it's a
2: user. I- Innocent, like i'm having this week i'm having heavy consumption so this week i have to buy to in order not to interrupt the service
3: Exactly right, yeah. it's similar to what most of people do right now, uh, if you don't have solar panel, you still have to buy from power, power frames, so okay. it wouldn't be in any difference. Okay. Um, and exporting is that, for instance, you go on vacation and you there is nobody to turn on the light or fridge or anything, so you can sell the excess amount of power to the grid for their peak hours and uh, that's called importing and exporting for that's that you would need
2: really, make- that's really mm. that's really really nice i i wonder if this can be implemented in our countries it goes back of course to each uh, regulator each country and the system that is applied but it can be a big motivator for people to turn to solar energy really because it's as per your consumption you can import you can export so to that extent it's flexible and up to your needs and consumption that's really nice
3: that's exactly right samara i guess uh, my colleagues at Trino solar and in assigned in their assigned um, region they are more than happy to uh, help uh, anybody who has questions about these rates and uh, yeah please feel free to go on our website and get in touch with my colleagues.
2: Oh, that's, that's really interesting. Okay now we have a couple of questions uh, both they talk about the conditions of the roof that would help us to maintain or to look after the panels. So what's the best roof conditions for solar?
3: Sure. I guess um, it's more like a civil and, uh, you know, construction consultant question. However, I believe that um, and I always advise my my contacts and my friends and my customers that always engage a civil engineer and a construction consultant to help you in order to assess your roof. Um, So basically, uh we can um so okay basically your roof needs to be strong enough to stand the whole weight because solar panels are uh around 20 kg on average 25 kg and then you have the solar structures which are made of steel so they're they're gonna be heavy as well okay yeah you have the Mm -hmm. then you have the installers which actually installing the solar panels on your roof so your roof needs to be strong enough to actually stand the whole weight
2: okay um
3: Yeah, I'm sure if you engage um, installer or contractors in your region uh, most likely they have uh, some consultant Uh, by themselves and they uh, can verify the roof condition and also they can certify it. So it's very important to get this certified and somebody else to look at it and give you a certification to say this is good enough to have that amount of solar.
2: Okay. so the next question is actually I thought it's redundant. No, it's not. So what if my roof condition does not enable me or I'm not equipped to bear such a weight?
3: So, what Um, would
2: be alternatives here?
3: So, uh, actually, um, well, if you still want to install the panels on the roof, the best thing is to uh, improve the roof, right? Because... um, as an experience that's actually a personal experience if you want to um, improve your roof condition in 10 years but you want to install solar panel now my advice is to in- improve the roof condition now and then install the solar panel definitely it's still possible to uh, service your roof if you have solar panels installed however it's extra headache and yeah. it wants extra headache so probably it's better to improve the roof and then uh, and then think
2: it? of yes of your uh, solution the solar uh, panels
3: yeah, yes exactly right yeah.
2: okay is there or would be there any risks uh, of going solar
3: Okay, that's another three questions, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not me, not me. That's our smart listeners.
3: <laughs> that's right, that's right. So, basically, risk is in nature of everything. Any investment have some level of risk and a potential award associated with it, obviously. And I think solar is not an exception. Uh, however, I believe solar is one of the safest methods of generating power. Uh, but yeah, definitely there are some risks. And the funny thing is that as a solar panel manufacturer representative, it might sound a little bit weird from me to hear this from me. Uh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a, yeah, but that's a culture at Trina. We always want to be very transparent with our uh, customers we want our customers to know everything, because investing in solar is not a small investment, it's a big investment, so our customers deserve to know everything. To know
2: everything, Um, yeah.
3: Yeah, and it also shows how Trina has done, you know, detailed risk analysis, and how they are trying to eliminate and reduce their their, their effect. Anyway, um, so I guess, uh, as one of the risks that I've seen a lot, uh, especially in the areas with nets, um metering system is changed in the regulations so, uh, that's a that's a very that's a big headache for the users unfortunately
2: oh yeah especially
3: if you live in a net metering area there is always a risk of the regulatory entities to change the rules without your notice so always you need to be on top of on top yeah. uh, the regulations
2: uh, even some businesses sometimes they miss on latest regulations so really whether we are businesses or just for our personal lives so we need to be Uh, updated and uh, even for our own interest, like if they allowed the import-export thing, so this might be an extra, uh, an additional opportunity to earn more uh, money. So uh, uh, whatever the cases we need to be updated on the latest that's happening in solar energy in our own markets.
3: Exactly right, exactly right. And I think uh, that leads, that your explanation leads to my second point. Um, it's very important who you partner with. It's very important not to be a, a partner with underperforming installers. Always try to use certified installers who have a lot of experience in this aspect and they have a lot of reference projects. They might be a little bit more expensive, they might be. However, um, it's it's totally worth every, every penny and every dollar that you spend. Um, and always try to ask for Uh, equipment with the latest technology. It's very important. Um, I guess as I said, solar system is a very big investment so you don't want to partner with anybody. You want to be partnered with somebody who delivers high quality and you know that they're gonna be there for you if you need them even though in like 25-30 years like Trina Solar. Because we have in this industry we have a term well it's not only in this industry but we have a term called bankability which basically some investors, big investment yes. um, institutes like Bloomberg, they sit and evaluate and assess different suppliers. And I'm happy to say like um, Trina Solar has been the most bankable supplier, in brackets reliable supplier, um, for the sixth consecutive year. Um, it wow. has only happened to Trina Solar, not anybody else. Wow. Wow. Yep and always try to ask for the latest technology because normally installers try to offer you something that they know how they work with even and it doesn't mean that that's the latest technology with the highest efficiency and even the cheapest price try to ask for the latest technology and um i'm sure i'm sure you push the you can push the installers to um give you the most efficient and the most cost effective um solution and i guess that Third risk, I just thought about it actually, is the damage from weather and acts of God. Uh, As we discussed, the damage
2: damage from uh, weather. Uh, Weather. That was my my, uh, next question the the, the impact of the weather and rainy days. So, yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah, weather can damage uh, the, the panels apparently.
3: Yeah, definitely. Solar panels are durable, but not invincible, you know. Uh, Exactly, Um, exactly. But um, a good thing is all the suppliers, especially solar panel uh, manufacturers, they all have um, warranties and always try to read the warranty terms and condition, especially on the solar panels, uh, very carefully, because uh, they have, like companies like Trina Solar, they have comprehensive warranties which cover for a lot of reasonable uh, damages so yeah make sure you read and that would be a deciding factor for your supplier
2: okay there is still an element about uh, rainy days which is still related to the weather will my solar panels produce on rainy days
3: (laughs) um yes yes um so you know the panels perform the best and they love to work under clear blue sky and sunshine, right? However, I mean, they will still produce on rainy or cloudy days as well. Um, obviously, you're gonna be limited compared to their actual rated capacity. As a rule of thumb, um, it's gonna be around 10% to 25% of their rated capacity. And that's depending on the density of the cloud or how much rain it's actually coming. And, if there is any actually sunshine during the day. But I think, Samar, the key point here is that although the energy production will be limited, as we just discussed, this shouldn't matter at all because what we look at is a whole picture. Um,
2: and I think in our region, raining, it's not very common uh, all over the year.
3: Exactly right. I mean, a few cloudy and rainy days, uh, four or five uh, days here and there, uh, it wouldn't affect your exactly. uh, th- exactly. the efficiency and the you know the function of your solar panel and your return on investment for the solar exactly. panel exactly exactly exactly.
2: Okay, so uh, the next question is uh, really interesting and I don't know if it can be uh, like um, uh, I know it's possible uh, in elsewhere but I don't know about our region. So let's go for it. Is it possible to be independent from the grid?
3: Yes, definitely definitely. Yeah, in, in Middle East from- Africa. Uh, ah! I probably refer you to my colleagues answer this question, <laughs> or I can get back to you on this. Um, but that's a that's a very uh, routine practice all around the world. I don't see why not, to be honest. Uh, but even we have some type of uh, renewable systems called off-grid or standalone systems, where you uh, still need solar panels, you still need your inverters. Uh, you need batteries and uh, sometimes you need backup generators as well in case you have four or five uh, rainy days consecutively, which I don't think that would be the case in our region, to be honest. Um, so obviously you need to pay more for this sort of system because you're going to be independent. Um, yeah. However, since you receive no power bills and your appliances would work during power outage, uh, so that's a benefit, so uh, why not? um i guess this sort of system were not that popular before but they are becoming to be more popular and that's mainly because of the cost of it because as i said it's gonna be a little bit costly however with the latest technologies uh the costs have dropped significantly since five years ago even and um so i can see the trend towards using off-grid system in especially industrial sectors and it's very very popular in our rural areas where utilities have difficulty ah
2: okay okay they, in the rural areas too much. yes okay exactly or because i was about to gain. ask what, what what's the benefit but now okay. you're you, yeah so it's more needed in rural areas
3: exactly right yes so sometimes I guess uh, sometimes an area, like geographical location, is very hard for utilities to uh, provide the service to you. So they're gonna charge you too much for it. And uh, if they charge you too much, they, it's something like an ongoing expense that you have to pay every month. Whereas if you have a th- off-grid system, you just spend uh, some money in advance. However, you don't you don't have any out- I mean, ongoing. Um, expenses for every month
2: we're coming to the last question ash and again it's something that i didn't know so i love this q a episode really it says will my solar panels continue to charge my home battery during an outage
3: okay so first uh, that's the last question already. Wow, that uh, time flies. Yes, time flies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I told you, Ramadan will fly. So imagine a 30-minute <laughs> episode.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the short answer is yes. All solar panel need to provide power is sunshine. Just give them sunshine and they give you power. However, uh, Samar, it can be a very trick question. Um, your panel, I think somebody was testing me here. Uh, your panels are definitely capable of charging your batteries if there is an outage. However, you might not be allowed to use the power legally. Ah, um, okay. Yeah, it actually depends on your region as well. But okay. you need, uh, th- there is actually very simple and interesting reason, which I think I I still have time to explain. So imagine there is an outage in your network, and your service people, your utility service people are touching bare cables with their bare hands. And their assumption is that there is no power because there is an outage. And imagine what happens if there is power coming from your property. The assumption will be incorrect and that's very, very dangerous. Okay. Um, so there are some ways around it. For example, as we discussed, you can still use off-grid systems, which that will, dis- that will be disconnected from the network um, overall. Uh, so there is no basically uh, harm to the service people and um, you will have power during an outage even actually you don't even notice that there is an outage in your neighborhood um, the second is you can have a battery backup system which the excess power goes to the battery instead of going back to the grid and another one which is relatively newer than the the previous two method is to this to install a disconnect switch which actually this disconnect switch disconnects you from the grid and that's done automatically by an inverter so basically um that's another way around it
2: okay okay interesting well ash thank you so much really uh, it was such an interesting informative ride and episode thanks to you and thanks to your approach simplifying the technical stuff and making everything sounds easy as if we were like talking about something that we do every day. Thank you so much. (laughs) Uh, really uh, and by the way this is the last episode of season one so we're very much happy that we closed at a high note having you Ash Perzade (laughs) as our guest for the final episode of season one really gives us a, a different flavor it's an exciting interesting and as ever energizing episode thank you so much Ash I, I believe we were lucky to have you from Australia right to the Middle Eastern Africa to Dubai just to share uh, your knowledge and to give us this interesting episode, thank you so much
3: thank you very much Samar, it's so kind of you and uh, please feel free to contact me on LinkedIn or my colleagues on trainostolar.com thank you and hopefully we can run the future seasons together soon
2: inshallah well our dear listeners that was Ash Perzada he was the star of the final episode of season one of energizing africa brought to you by Trina Solar we thank you so much for all the questions you have sent to us for the interests you shared with us. And we hope this episode came to answer all your questions. And stay tuned because more to come from Trina Solar and more to cover about solar energy. Thank you so much. See you in season two of Energizing Africa. Stay tuned. Bye.
0: Looking for ways to save money in your electricity bill? Trina Solar, the global leader in PV and smart energy, presents Vertex, the most advanced solar panels in the world. Providing you with the highest power and efficiency available, up to 670 watts, Vertex modules can save you more money. Reliability and performance have driven our worldwide popularity. So trust us to power your home or business and enjoy peace of mind with our 25-year warranty. To find more information and to find a local provider close to you visit TrinaSolar.com.
1: good person, and you're a and a you and هيشاركوا خبراتهم والمعلومات الحديث خير بيزنس حتاخدها من اقوى ناس في مصر كايرو بيزنس راديو مواضيع برامجنا مفيدة كايرو بيزنس راديو ملك البيزنس في مصر كايرو بيزنس راديو أو الراديو في مصر متخصص في البزنس بيقدم لك برامج تساعدك في تنميه قدراتك في العمل عن طريق متخصصين في مجالات مختلفة في البزنس سي يلا نزل أبليكيشن دلوقتي نستنيه؟ Lemukum FCBR, Kyle Business Radio and Business